issue. I ripped it up and flushed with the tissue. Try to forget you. I ain't got nothing against you. We human. We all got issues. But I'm tired of being tired of being tired. What's up, everybody? You know who it is? Austin Negron, Frosty Aussie, A-Town, whichever you'd like to call me. Interesting episode today. A lot of things I want to talk about, a lot of things on my mind. I don't know if you can tell by those of you that are watching this visually, the sun is ablazing. It's a beautiful day. Uh, just to give you a little reference for where we are spatially right now. Sunday, January 17th, 11.41 a.m. And I have no choice but to make this one quick. Uh, for those of you that have been keeping up the last couple weeks, months, whatever it may be, you know that I typically play basketball at noon. So hoping to condense this within that time frame. It might run a little long. Let's see. First of all, it's such a blessing, man. Like, it's the middle of January in Boston, Massachusetts, in the Northeast of America. And it's tragic enough in and of itself that we don't have the opportunity to play indoor basketball. And mother nature continues to bless us with tolerable weather to go play outside. And, you know, if everything else goes bad in my day, but the weather holds up enough for me to go play basketball with my friends, that's a pretty darn good day. But nonetheless, let's get into some business. Boy, there's a whole plethora of topics that I want to get into. Let's see. Let's see. What do I want to get into first? What do I want to get into first? Okay. The first thing, this has been on my mind a lot recently, like different conversations that I've been having with my friends, colleagues, counterparts, whatever you'd like to call them. Uh, you know, I, I used to feel very, I guess, sort of disadvantaged in the sense that I guess uh, intellectually and financially were really like the two big ones for me. Uh, I didn't come from a family that was super wealthy. And I also never did like extremely well on any of those uh, those standardized tests or, or whatever. I, I certainly didn't do bad, but I sort of knew pretty early in my life that I wasn't like super, super naturally intelligent. And it's really interesting because I think for a long time in my life, I had like resentment towards some of those, or I guess towards both of those. Uh, I remember me and my mom the one day, we didn't like get into it, and she actually brought this up to me. I didn't really remember having this conversation, but uh, I was just like, you know, mom, like all my friends' parents, like they're paying for their school and like I have to pay for this. Like, I don't think that's fair, you know? And it was very much, uh, I don't want to say victim mentality, uh, but I definitely had some resentment. I mean, especially going to BU, it, you know, objectively speaking, uh, very, very wealthy institution. So... I was sort of in this weird place where at least most of the people that I was surrounded by uh, generally were, were taken care of pretty well, at least in the financial department. But what I've realized is that I that really has turned into such a strong advantage for me, specifically over the last year. 
And for two reasons. One, it's definitely made me earn the things that I do have. And I don't have much. But the things that I do have, I take very good care of them. And I'm very grateful for. And it makes me a lot more fulfilled, I would say, on the day-to-day level. Having the opportunity to, to build the things I'm trying to build. And own the things that I do own. And also intellectually, I think is the other reason. Because I think that also, okay, because what I'm what I'm seeing, I'm, I'm starting to see this a lot. I wouldn't, I would say one at BU, but also just like other places in general, where across the, the country, I, I guess I'm not quite sure. But I've noticed that very, very, a lot of the most intelligent people I know are extremely depressed. And I think uh, part of the reason for that is because at least the conversations that I've had with some of these people is like, they know that they're extremely intelligent and it can be very stress inducing when you know that you're so intelligent, but you feel like you're not fulfilling or living up to your level of intelligence. And that makes a lot of sense because if, I mean, it's true, right? Like if, if someone is extremely intelligent or has a high IQ or whatever it may be, it is pretty daunting to think like, damn, you know, like I'm just like watching Netflix right now. And like, I'm one of the smartest people in the world that I think that's a pretty frightening thought. And I think also sort of me realizing at an early age that I wasn't super naturally intelligent was that, what was I going to say? Oh, that I sort of had to, I had to work for things a lot harder in terms of like my work ethic and how I learned things. And uh, I don't even know if this is a, a great example, but I remember like there were some people in high school that just understood calculus. Like it just made sense to them. And they didn't really have to work towards it. It just seemed like sort of like a natural inclination. And I remember, I think I got like a C in Calc freshman year. And yeah, I just really had to work for it. And then I took it in college at Northampton Community College. And I think, and then that, like I started working really hard and I had to work really hard. I really had no choice. And I think I got like, like I actually think I literally got a hundred on every test, which was really awesome. But the point was that, well, one, I had already taken it a time before. And secondly, I had to make sure that I really understood the information. And I, I'm seeing that start to, uh, at least at, a, at now, starting to reap the benefits of that. Because, I don't know, I just think my, my the work ethic that, that I've been able to manifest over the last couple of years uh, is, is starting to show the, the fruits of that labor. So I'm just very grateful that at least the, those two things that I had at one point in my life had some resentment resentment over uh, turned into two of the things that I'm now most grateful for. Next thing I want to talk about. Okay, so I'm an idiot. Okay, it, this is it's, it. Literally doesn't make sense. So this I wanted to explain to you guys why I've been turning down some six figure jobs. It really doesn't make sense. I mean, I know like. It's pretty nuts. 
It's pretty nuts. I'll tell you that. I mean, there's people that are, and you know, like you think six figures, like you think low six figures, but there's some of my friends that are software engineers that are making north of like 240, 250 a year. So it could really fall anywhere in that like 100 to, you know, even upwards of like 270, 280. And why am I not? I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it's something I've been like sort of struggling balancing my head. You know, why am I not pursuing this? And I don't know if I have a great reason. I just know that I don't. One, I feel like the money isn't necessarily like the reason that I do this in the first place. Like I think in a perfect world, like the money is uh, a, a by factor, a side effect. Yeah, side effect of sort of having these daily processes and, and working on these different projects that I actually enjoy. But I just really enjoy sort of the situation that I'm in right now. Also, I'm not very materialistic and I don't need to be making $150,000 a year, at least now. I probably, my total expenses for the year are probably somewhere between 20 and 25,000 after it's all said and done. Like I really do not spend that much money. And the money that I do spend, I, I've, I've come to learn that I've been able to budget things pretty well. So with that being said, I don't know, it, it just, and I think the other part of it too is that I think, you know, looking back on my life when I'm 50 or 60 or however old, and I thought to myself, okay, Austin, you're getting ready to graduate college. You know, did you did you take the, the job or did you, you know, try to at least make your own path? I think I would very much regret at least not attempting to sort of go the road astray and at least try to, you know, create something on my own if, if I can. And if not, I mean, that's fine too. But if I do fail, I mean, what's like, I mean, honestly, what's the worst thing that happens if I fail? You know, like I move back in with my parents for a little, like if that's the worst thing that I have to worry about, it becomes pretty clear to me that this is the only right decision. And the other thing too, barring any unforeseen circumstances, if everything fails and everything goes to shit, I'll still have a degree in computer engineering where Lord willing, I'll be able to get some sort of job. So it's just like, it doesn't, I guess when you put things in that perspective for me, it's like, all right, well, yeah, I think I also really value my time too. I think it's really cool because instead of having to work a nine to five or whatever a, a, a typical job would entail, I feel like my main job now is to basically make content and you know, have these podcasts and write these articles and meet these really cool people and, and go to cafes and, and learn and study and then share what I'm learning and studying. And I don't know, that's just, that's a lot more appealing to me. And so that's sort of the path I'm on, but I do understand, right. It's like, all right, Austin, but like it's 200 K though, you know, <laughs> like stop being an idiot. Uh, but who knows? We'll figure it out. That's just like sort of where I am in my journey right now.
Next thing, okay, wearing suits. Let's talk about this. So obviously I'm in the real estate industry, right? And it's interesting, and I fell victim to this as well, but pretty much everybody is... So one thing I don't like about real estate is how it can be very superficial. You know, like why is everyone wearing suits? You know, like what's up with that? That's not cool. And and probably the first month or two that I was doing this. Now, granted, I started, I would say I started like seriously working as a realtor back in early September. Probably the first month, probably the first month, maybe maybe second month, I would wear a suit to everything. It just, I, I thought that's like sort of what I had to do. And now granted, I had, I was young. I mean, I'm still young. I still, I mean, more or less, I'm not very experienced, right? But I had no idea what I was doing. And I, I suppose like the suit was a way to like compensate for that. But very quickly, I realized I'm not a huge suit guy. I don't want to wear a suit. And it just, it wasn't me. And I think that's sort of, an advantage that I've had early on in real estate is I've been able to stay really true to myself and remain authentic through some of these superficial constructs that come along with real estate. Now, I don't think, you know, you should look like a bum or something, but I'm just historically speaking, a more casual guy. I don't want to have to wear suits and I don't enjoy that. And quite honestly, if the reason that a client doesn't want to work with me is because I don't want to wear a suit, well, maybe that's not the client that I want to work with. Especially from my perspective, when I think, you know, a majority of the people that I work with are software engineers that are investing in real estate, where, and I think that's why I like working with software engineers, because at least from my experience, they tend to be the least superficial profession. And I think what I mean by that is that they don't really care what you wear. They just want you to have a good understanding of the numbers and be able to help them. I think that's why I've been, I, I don't know. I, I, that's why I really like working with software engineers because they think about things much more, much more logically. And I think it's, it, it's been a good sort of avenue for me because it allows me to be myself and when I was putting on the suit, I was just sort of like, what am I doing? You know, like the point of me pursuing this path in the first place was so that I could really establish my identity internally and then share that with the outside world. But me putting on a suit because I felt like I have to was quite the opposite of doing that. And at the end of the day, people do not, people really just want you to be able to help them. And if you know what you're talking about and you can actually help them, it really doesn't matter what you're wearing. And there's a really good quote, I might've mentioned this before, that also, I think that it just talks about looking at things at a superficial level. It doesn't necessarily apply to physical appearance, but the quote is that people don't care about how much you know until they know about how much you care. And that's just a really, I mean, it's basically the same thing as, you know, relationships over transactions and 
all these other, other different quotes, but I think that's something that I've, I've really been trying to, to integrate in, in, into my daily process. And there's a part of that where I think psychologically, and, and I, I always try to look at things from an outside perspective where, you know, if I see a dude that's my age and he's all like buttoned up in a suit and you know everything's perfect about him and then you see the other homie that like has a sweatshirt some khakis and like a coat on naturally i just feel like okay the person on the the second person is a lot more relatable and and i think i'm more naturally inclined to at least want to see what they're about and maybe build a relationship and and pursue working with them and so that's sort of why I decided not to wear suits anymore. Uh, it just didn't feel like me. I felt a lot more comfortable in my skin just wearing what I would usually wear. And then there was also an alignment with that outside perspective that, okay, wait, I would actually rather work with the second person too. So whew, that's about all I have for today. Like I said, oh, this actually ended up going a good bit over. It's 11.58, so my friends are going to be mad at me. But nonetheless, beautiful Sunday afternoon. Enjoy your day. Take some time for yourself. Reflect, think, and let's have a good week tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.